0: A tumbleweed blows through the dusty streets of Laredo Gulch. The warm glow of the sunset reveals the tiny town's few amenities. A church, a butcher shop, a barber, and at the heart of the town, a humble saloon. Tonight, the saloon is alive and glowing. Ranchers and miners have put their cares aside for the evening, stopping in for a drink, as they dream of their fortunes on the wild western frontier. The room is filled with roaring laughter, as a sweating man pounds out a raucous off-tempo tune on a worn-down piano. A poker game in the corner of the room agrees to take five for another round of whiskey. In the meantime, talk turns to tall tales of Indians and outlaws. Rusty Calhoun always has the best gossip from the plains. Well, you know what I heard, boys. I heard long-neck Billy and the Calamity Five spotted up near the Eastern Ridge. (laughs) talking about a big score off a wagon or some such. Oh, there you go again, Rusty, said Clem Beffrey. Why do they call him Long Neck Billy anyhow? (laughs) No way to know for sure. Some says it's because he's head and shoulders above every other gunslinger this side of the Mississippi. Others say it's because he escaped hanging three times now.
1: (laughs) <laughs>
0: on the other side of the room, six adult male ostriches walk into the saloon.
1: Wait, what?
0: Each, <laughs> each one wears a red bandana over its beak. <laughs> the largest approaches the bartender. Sorry, Slim," says the bartender, absentmindedly cleaning a glass. "I can't take your order with that bandana on. House rules." The large ostrich shakes his head, dropping the bandana. <gasps> L- long neck Billy! Uh, What <laughs> wh- 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 What can I get for you, sir? <laughs> uh, y- yes, sir! Y- yes, sir, right away! <laughs> the bartender begins frantically pouring six mugs of birdseed.
1: <laughs>
0: the patrons glance around nervously. Make sure you put a coaster under there, pard. Says a man in the corner, bicep curling 150 pounds. <laughs> Long-necked Billy turns slowly to face him. He wears red UFC trunks, alligator cowboy boots with silver spurs, and no shirt. A wide brim hat covers his face, but the townspeople know. It is UFC and WWE World Heavyweight Champion Sheriff Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> ah! With that, every person in the bar runs out the saloon door. Sheriff Brock Lesnar holds eye contact with the massive bird, neither flinching. Well, that's just fine with me, partner. I was in the mood for wings anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, That's
0: good. Oh, man. Howdy, y'all. We're back in the Broctagon. It's your boy, Sean. I'm joined by Cameron and Aaron. Fellas, how do we feel? Super-duper. Feel great. (laughs) Feels feels like we've been doing a lot of Wild West stuff recently.
2: Yeah, didn't we just do like a unicorn showdown?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that that fight was in a corral. Then we did the train robbery a
1: few months ago. Yeah. Hey, you know, if it's a hit with the audience, you keep on delivering. It's true. It's true. You give the people what they want.
0: All right, let's get into the question. Uh, Dear Brocktagon team, I was watching a National Geographic special about ostriches and realized they are no joke. They weigh 300 pounds and attack with pointed toes. Also, they're really fast runners and very aggressive. One-on-one, I think Brock is safe, but it's a fight if they have numbers. So who wins in a bar fight? An unarmed Brock Lesnar versus six full-size ostriches. (laughs) Keep up the great work. Sincerely, Duncan in San Francisco. Wow. Thank you, Duncan. Thanks for that, Duncan. Um, I went into this not taking it seriously. As soon as I saw ostriches in the DM that Duncan sent, I immediately was like, all right, this is a wrap. I did not realize they're 300 pounds.
2: Ostriches are my favorite animal. Did you guys know that? What? No. Number one favorite animal. You've never talked about this. The first time I went to the zoo, like it was one of those zoos where you can drive through in your car, Uh and I saw (laughs) ostriches, and I cried. Wait, (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. You cried? The first time I saw an ostrich, I cried because of how stupid looking they are. They are the stupidest looking animal in the world, bar none. Why do they have this big, long neck? Their legs bend backwards. Why, why do their knees bend backwards?
0: It's silly. It, it shouldn't be. Yeah, they really don't make any sense. And they just live in the desert, too. So like, what is unique about that environment that makes it make sense for them to be that way?
2: I, I'm serious. If if you didn't know that ostriches were real, and I told you about an ostrich, you would think it was like a mythical beast.
0: Yeah. Like
2: big. imagine
0: not knowing that this was a thing, and then you get off the boat from wherever and you see one of those. Yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't know what to do. I would probably run away. There's no way ostriches are actually 300 pounds. I'm not sure they're real. Ostrich weight. And I've seen them. We're going to have to get past <laughs> it. Between 250 and 300 pounds.
2: Oh, yeah, they're, they're pretty massive.
0: And well, this is the part of the show where I start looking at pictures of the thing that Brock
1: is going to fight.
2: They're a little terrifying. They have, like, a fast twitch neck, too. They'll just kind of, like, whoop right at you, you know?
1: Yeah, they kind of got that. It's like that same thing that, like, uh, that giraffes can do, you know?
2: Wait, what can giraffes do?
1: You know, pull out a gun. Uh- <laughs> 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 no, they got the long neck, so they can, like, wrap around. Oh, man, I'm watching two ostriches fight each other. I didn't even think they'd fight each other. What is that all about? Oh, my God. It it looks. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what they're doing. It it looks like they're just like kind of like aggressively hugging each other without arms. But the thing is, they're doing that so they can get close to each other so they can scratch each other with their talons. Dude, those talons are nasty. Yeah. I, I don't know
2: that I've ever seen the feet.
1: It's time to do some Googling, dude.
2: Oh, no, I have seen the feet. They look like dinosaur feet. Yes. These things are built for combat. They're like knives. I have a uh, question. What what does Brock have in the fight? Like, does he have anything cool that would be like, like, does he have a lasso? No. Well, I, he have a
0: whip. I'll say he can find anything he could reasonably find in an old tiny bar. bar. So, like, I'll give him like stools, <laughs> and if he wants
2: <laughs> to, so like, in break his left hand he has a upright piano, <laughs> and in his right hand,
1: I, I'm not sure, but I feel like emus are are more dangerous than an ostrich. No way.
2: Yeah, they're they're tinier.
1: It would take 20 emus to take out Brock, if not more.
0: Ooh, they got scarier faces. I give them that.
1: Mm. Australia fought a war against the emus in, like, the 1920s. They lost, right? (laughs) Yes, they did.
2: They're flanking us! (laughs) (laughs) They have, like, advanced military tactics.
1: (laughs) The (laughs) The funny thing is that, like, the thing that worked best... Because it was farmers who were, like, complaining about the emus who were coming in to, you know, their their fields and, like, eating all their crops. It's like, we should kill all the emus. Eh. And then that didn't work. And somebody was like, well, if we just put up fences. And they did that. And it worked. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> like, it
0: never even occurred to anyone, like, building
2: a fence was option five. Option one like, was... Bloodshed. That worked great until the emus started building trenches. They started digging <laughs> trenches.
1: They just wake up and there's like a haze of mustard gas across the field. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just imagining like an emu in a biplane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. What if the emu's was like, What if? okay,
0: what if ostriches could fly this whole time, but they're using it as a last resort? Like they saw what happened to the emus oh, and no. they were like, we need to keep this in our back pocket. Just in case humanity ever tries us,
2: yeah, we're doomed. There'd be. Can you imagine? Like, imagine if fifty thousand emus and ostrich alike just started like attacking, like Denver. You know <laughs> what I mean? That city would be They'd lost. Be in trouble. <laughs> on. Did you say fifty thousand? Yeah.
0: Okay. There's seven hundred and eleven thousand people in Denver. I, yeah, they're getting
1: smoked at fifty thousand. Who is? Uh, Denver. Yeah. Denver has no absolutely. chance. Uh, Denver. It would have to be during the summer though, because like I don't think emus and ostriches could survive the harsh Colorado winter. Yeah.
2: They made the the classic Napoleon mistake attacking Denver in the snowy season.
1: <laughs> I know what city would get wrecked. Sacramento. Oh my gosh. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah Milwaukee, gone. Oh. New Orleans? <laughs> gone.
0: They just use Bardi Gras as cover. They could just walk around freely. Like everyone's just like drunk oh, and yeah. covered in feathers. They wouldn't even know that they're there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> An entire long neck full of beads.
1: <laughs>
2: so can I jump into the numbers? Please. Yep. Uh Brock Lesnar wins this nine times oh, out of ten. Oh,
0: whoa. <laughs> nine.
2: I'm not i I'm not going full ten, but I think this is nine times out of ten. Wow. You're confident. Yeah. Definitely. How does this go? All he, six of them going one? He, walk- he walks in there, he ties all of their necks into a pretzel, walks out. <sighs>
1: yeah he lassos them all together
2: definitely i feel like his best move is walking up the stairs jumping Mm -hmm. on the big candelabra in the middle and just going straight down on top of (laughs) it i feel like he he probably does that every evening in his home just for fun yeah he has like a professional candelabra guy he just tears (laughs) it
0: down every single night and demands that six ostriches be delivered to his home
1: Also, Phantom of the Opera is, like, playing at the same time. It's weird vibe.
2: <laughs> Okay. Brock has, ha- like, a half-master. All right, the fact that you brought this up. I re- Phantom of I the Ostrich. S- I swear to you, I was workshopping <laughs> ways
1: to get Brock and
0: Phantom of the Opera. I just don't know how to do it
2: yet. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, it'll come.
0: I found out it's, it'll like, come. an old French, like, piece of literature before it was a play. So I'm probably yeah. going to have to read the book. <laughs> for <laughs> research.
2: I just think he makes light work of it. I, I really you think, do. So the neck is I, the I, big weakness. No, I'm, I'm just saying he could pick up one of them by a neck and start swinging him around and, and tackle oh, all the other dude, ones. No, I don't he know can't about pick up that. an
1: ostrich by the neck. No. Also,
2: I the the like them stabbing him with their toes. I feel like that's neutralized by him picking up literally any beer or whiskey or whatever bottle and just breaking it on the bar tape. You mean like and stabbing him with the like uh, he can stab too. I, yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. he can stab too. You're making a lot of good points if you're talking about a one-on-one scenario. The ostriches have the numbers here, Aaron. You're, we're talking yeah. about six of these things. That's a combined yeah. weight of 1,800 pounds of ostrich. That's almost one ton of outback white meat. You've got, you got to rethink this.
1: What if What if he gets like a pull cue and so he has like a... No? no, that's that's too big of an advantage. What about billiards? The billiard balls? <laughs> So you, you just, just launch like those at their heads. That's so funny,
2: just like shoving pool balls down their gullet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna knock you out with this. I'm gonna make you choke on a billiard. Looks like you're
2: behind the eight ball. <laughs> Guys, I'll say this: I nine out of ten is my answer. That the one out of ten that he loses is when they just convince him to play around a round of poker at the table, <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he loses all his money and has to leave. Dude, you are not making a compelling argument right now at
0: all. You're actively making me make my number lower the longer you talk.
2: What, you think you would lose in poker? You think you would win in <laughs> poker?
0: <laughs> he sits down and like, all the ostriches have on reflective sunglasses and headphones. One of them is wearing a hoodie.
1: <laughs> One of them keeps his head in the ground except just to like see what cards he has.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, Can't. I forgot about that.
1: Can't read Yeah, Yeah, that's,
2: that's another part of this. They put their heads in the ground when they're they threatened. Do
1: not. They do not. What is that? Do, it's an urban
0: legend. They put their they put their head low to the ground. Not. They don't dig a hole and put their head <laughs> in the sand.
2: What is there like a holster down there <laughs> that he has like a gun? He's just like loading
0: up. <laughs> uh, they're like chipmunks. They just bury guns all over the outback.
2: <laughs>
1: the only animal that could really use a gun would be like an ape or a monkey but we haven't told them that yet. <laughs> no, they can never find out. I wonder <laughs> if anybody can never find out. Now I'm thinking, I wonder if anybody in history, surely someone has like Taught got gotten drunk shoot. and like given a gun to an ape and like had them shoot it. Mm. The ape would probably be scared. But well, i bet you could train him. <laughs> Cameron, I don't like how much you're thinking about this. <laughs> Cameron, oh. put down your pencil and pad.
2: It's the perfect... <laughs> stop taking notes.
1: No, stop. They're the perfect agent. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> FBI, open up. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Brock, like, seven out of ten. Oh, Seriously? so you're, you're still confident. Oh, wait, yes. are you... Sean, are you below five? Are you serious? I'm not, I'm not below five. I'm not below five. Okay. Are you five? Uh, that's I'm at five
0: right now. I'm at five right now. I, you guys seem to underestimate the fact there are six. That is so yes. much coming at you all at once. They're not going to stand
1: there and take turns. All six of them are out for blood. Sure. But like, I mean, he has room to maneuver. Like he can get behind the bar. There, There's, there's like tables and okay. stuff all around. Like. According to this random person on Cora,
0: ostriches kick with 2,000 pounds of force. For reference, imagine a blow about three times harder than being smashed with a baseball bat. Or if you've ever been kicked by a horse, it's kind of like that. If that is oh, true, no. let's say that is true. Does that change your answer? Because that is yes. nuts. That yeah, is, getting kicked by a horse? That is nuts.
1: Yeah, Brock. Brock can't get hit at all.
0: That's an insane amount of force.
2: Six horse, like think about it as six horses who are trained to back kick. <laughs> you know? Oh, gosh.
0: The six horsemen of the apocalypse. Here's the thing I think this is an extreme amount of offense against an extreme amount of offense, and there is no defense here whatsoever. Like, I do think Brock Lesnar could easily snap an ostrich's neck. I do think that. The problem is getting in close enough to do it.
2: I've thought a lot more about this. I'm going to 8 out of 10. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's all you can talk me down. Oh That's all you can talk me down. You're down to 8? Yeah. I, I. He could break a chair in half. Over, this is exactly what's going to happen. He's going to break a chair in half over an ostrich's head, and then he's going to have two giant wooden stakes <laughs> that he could just start attacking an ostrich with. Gabe over. But, like, geez, that kicking, the, the horse kicking thing is crazy. That is nuts.
1: Yeah. You know what? Maybe he could just, like, Get behind the bar as a sort of defensive measure and just like,
2: yeah, they can't kick
1: him. Chuck like glasses and Uh bottles of whiskey until he like knocks him out. Now they can't, they can like, uh, their neck can probably like lunge at him, but then I think that's an advantage to Brock because then he can get a hold of the neck.
2: I'm back at nine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being serious. The more I think about it, the more this is Brock's fight. The bar, thank you, Cameron, for bringing that up. The bar is the biggest advantage. They can't do the horse kick.
1: I still feel good about seven.
2: Oh, Cameron, you're a genius. The bar point is such a good point.
1: I mean, if the upright piano has wheels, that's probably another good thing.
2: <laughs> They're just like, all six of them are like pecking out a song together. <laughs> I <hope> I <laughs> What's the one that's like?
0: Heart and soul. Yeah, heart and soul.
1: Yeah, yeah. Three of them are doing that, and then one comes and chews the others away he just starts playing The Entertainer by Scott Joplin. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, with his wings? Is that what you were saying? <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us are just idiots pecking. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. I've never been. Sean,
2: after all of these arguments, are you still down past seven? No,
0: listen to me. Hold on. Hold on. I have never been the lowest on the Brock scale, I think, ever on this show. I'm doing my due diligence. I swear to you, I'm watching Brock Lesnar's fight against Randy Couture at UFC 91 right now. (laughs) I'm sorry I've been ignoring you for the past few seconds. I watched Brock Lesnar at UFC 91, and I have changed my answer. Brock wins
1: 10 times out of 10. (laughs) I have come full circle on this question.
0: (laughs) For whatever reason. The visual that you said of Brock picking up a chair and just smashing it over an ostrich's head (laughs) completely sold me. I don't care how hard they can kick, an ostrich has never been hit with that kind of force before. Yep. And that's an easy neck break. The horse kick thing is very concerning. But at the end of the day, these things are birds. Yeah. This is the world (laughs) heavyweight champion.
1: This is an old-time saloon. There's a lot of chairs. (laughs) Yeah, he's got a lot to play with here. He's got a lot
0: to play with. Yeah, he can, like, throw tables and chairs at him and stuff to keep him away. There has to be a moment when he throws one of them through the glass, if Westerns have taught me anything. Uh Yeah. He has to say, like, now get... And throw him through. Or,
2: like, one of their heads goes through, like, the wall to a room, and then there's, like, like, three burlesque
1: emus changing. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, ladies. (laughs) <laughs> he spends all that time like fighting them with chairs and, and bottles of whiskey and everything and he wins and after all the dust is settled there's like a gun just like right there on the floor that he <laughs> used, used the whole time
0: he picks it up and he's like those idiots should have tried this on me <laughs> yeah one of the it was one of the ostrich's guns <laughs> well good news guys what's that sean we've got a guest lined up for next week oh, oh great Another great episode of The Broctagon. Be sure to follow us on all the social media channels. The handle is at The Broctagon. And be sure to send us your questions so we can answer them here on the show. And also be sure to join us next time. We are joined by Scripps National Spelling Bee runner up, Alice Parks. She's here promoting her new book. Second place is still respectable. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>